Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, of course, uh, occasionally known as the mayor of Flavortown. I'll get to that later. Uh, I'm joined by my vice mayor of Flavortown, of course, uh, the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Derek, what are you wearing? Like, what uh, is this that? is a yeah, this is a hoodie that uh, is actually for a friend of mine, uh, Biggie. Uh, WWE wrestler is doing a cartoon that's going to be telling the history, uh, like black history stories that a lot of people okay. may not be familiar with. So uh, it's an incredible hoodie. I uh, backed it on Kickstarter just to support uh, their entire campaign. It's called Our Heroes Rock, and uh, it should be coming out very shortly. So uh, I'll definitely be putting it out on my Twitter. But uh, wow, a, a that great... was that was an amazingly good answer, Derek. Thank Normally, you. Normally, see that like for people who've listened to the show for a while, they know this isn't the first time that I've asked Derek, like, what what on earth are you wearing? Yeah. when we start the show. Yeah, and like this you time do... it was that was a very substantive response. I was kind yeah. of hoping to roast you, but that it's that's actually pretty dope. That's, no, it's uh, it, it looks yeah. pretty cool too. So well, I'll here's the thing one. that's amazing about it is it's both Sun Devils colors and uh new diamondbacks colors so it's like there you it, go. It, it's both of the teams i like to support uh at least baseball wise uh but of course this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings sportsbook uh go download the DraftKings sportsbook now new customers can get in on the action and bet just one dollar using our code of phnx uh on bet that one dollar on any team and if that team wins you'll get 150 dollars in free bets instantly uh and and it's and it's instantly let me tell you and again remember don't forget to hit the confirm button uh, when placing your bets like I did on Steph Curry the other night for MVP because uh, I'm still having nightmares about that. Uh, hey, uh, and it's the other biggie. I know. Uh, Evan Thompson, by the way, does have a biggie license plate. Um, so he's trying to claim uh, ownership of that name. But I, I, in, in this case, I'll say you'll have to fight the other biggie in order to get that name and i don't think you want none of that smoke but of course uh we thank you guys so much for being here so much to talk about believe it or not i know it's lockout season uh and uh it's it's not just lockout season jesse uh it's absolutely another edition of as the cactus turns uh as we look at day two of the mlb pa and mlb meetings today again they supposedly met for significant time uh today uh Funny, funny side story, by the way, uh, the uh, writers covering the lockout, um, they got locked out yesterday yeah, of their workroom. Uh, so <laughs> it's just very poetic. But uh, per Evan Drellich, uh, sources in Major League Baseball, uh, uh, this meeting wasn't super productive. Uh, they did. It does sound like uh, so, so we've actually lost some ground here because players apparently increased their request for the minimum salary on how it would increase from year to year from 25,000 per year uh, to 30,000. So I have no idea what's going on anymore. We're just, 
we're we're moving farther apart on things and i uh just want baseball back jesse i i again uh couldn't believe how great it was to be out at the yard on monday hearing the sound of that glove uh the ball hit the glove and the ball hit the bat uh all that great you know uh spring action that we are missing out on because of this situation just dragging on but i can't believe now uh, we're moving backwards on some of the uh, some of the things that are keeping this from happening both sides are guilty of this right we've also seen the owners come out and you know give ground in one area and then try to take back ground in another area and it's yeah. like i feel like we're marginally better than where we were when we started if at all right and, and the players definitely did that today right i mean they at the end of the day, I would argue this is probably a worse situation for the owners than where the players were at when the day started. So, um, yeah, it doesn't exactly inspire confidence moving forward. I know, you know, we've talked a lot about how the player side of this situation is a little bit more believable, a little bit easier to get behind than the owner side of it, just given how players haven't really come out so well in these negotiations in the past. And it kind of feels like they're they're long overdue to get some of these things that they've been asking for. But but yeah, what they did today uh, certainly doesn't inspire confidence that, um, you know, February 28th, that's only six days away at this point. And, and it doesn't inspire confidence that anything is going to happen by then. We're going to use that graphic again, Jesse. Don't you worry. We're going to get to use that gra graphic uh, at least one more time. But uh, Major League Baseball did have another, at least one positive thing uh, come from, from Monday. And again, per Evan Drellich, that the Major League Baseball withdrew its proposal per asking the union to allow Major League Baseball to reduce uh, minor league roster sizes. So it's not saying that this isn't going to happen, but for the time being, it sounds like they're going to back off on the reduction. It doesn't mean now. It just means, or it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Like I said, uh, they can and, and uh, are able to still do it in the future. Just for right now, they're backing off on this. So uh, I, I guess a win for one less kind of terrible thing MLB was going to do during this period of time. The CBT is the big thing, right? I think we all know that the collective bargaining threshold is going to be what makes or breaks this negotiation. That's what the two sides are really furthest apart on. And, uh, and yeah, that is good news that, uh, you know, Major League Baseball relinquished what was really kind of a ridiculous idea to begin with. Um, but yeah, until that CBT, until the two sides start even really talking about that seriously, it seems like it's not even an issue that's being addressed right now. Um, these negotiations aren't just aren't really going to progress. And, and we've seen that in negotiations in the past in these situations between the players and the owners. The CBT tends to be the most contentious point. And uh, and we're certainly seeing that happen again here. It's just because it's such a stupid concept, you know, uh, I, 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 I think, you know, it's it's a ridiculous concept. The, the idea uh, that it doesn't, you know, again, the CBT is one of the things technically that helps, you know, to aid tanking in a way. Right. Like if you're a bad team, not because. You know, you have a big roster. You guys just didn't do well, but you're a bad team because you're not spending money on the team. The CBT only assists you, right? And again, one of the things that they want to help here is competitive balance. And, and they're talking about this thing being a competitive balance tax. And it's not really that, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it's deterring any teams 
from spending this money. And the whole thing kind of seems ridiculous, but uh, so does a lot of things. Like, honestly, the, I think the players kind of want a lot when they want, uh, they, they back down, I think from eight to seven uh, of the teams to be in the lottery, uh, the seven worst teams, essentially. Yeah. In Major League Which Baseball. I don't, that, that one puzzles me as a negotiating tactic because I'm not sure, like, like that's one, that's one point where, it's not really clear which side that's better for, right? Like the like the lottery is more of a it's more of a competitive balance thing than it is like a money thing. And so it's all it's kind of confused me to this point that the players use that as a negotiate like a negotiation tactic, right? Like in the owners' minds, they want there to be no lottery whatsoever, and the players are like slowly giving over some of that ground. It's that one's always puzzled me because it it's just a competitive balance matter, right? It's it's just well, strange and no other one side, the owners take the other. I guess, but like you said, on one side it could backfire because that could just mean more teams are trying to get one of those seven spots. So now instead of you having like three teams fighting for the number one draft pick, you have seven teams trying to be in the bottom seven. So it might just increase that tanking, right? Which, of course, you know, that means tank season is back, baby. And we never, we never want to forget tank season. Tank season's always here, Jesse. It's Arizona. We never go, we never get away from tank season. But, um, of course, uh, I don't know. I mean, no other sport obviously has that many teams in the lottery, right? Like, I think of the other sports and they only have, like, NBA has three, I think, or four. I'm not sure, but three, Doesn't right? Yeah, NBA like, do the whole thing. Yeah, it's the the rest of that's what and yeah, I mean, I guess is 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 this lottery going to be the order or is it just going to be for the number one pick? Because if that's the case, then I feel like increasing the number, like I said, I, I don't know if that's going to help. Um, but uh, again, we'll we'll see what happens where this ends up at. Uh, for now, it's it's definitely like you said, something that uh, that I, I don't feel like they need to also be fighting for when they have other things that they should be sticking to and trying to get in this negotiation and got to, got to give up somewhere. you right. You got to, got to pick your battles as far as this is concerned. But uh, Jesse, it, uh, you know, a little personal, uh, you know, D backs love for a moment. It's, it's, it's a, it's a rare day. Uh, and I know people are sick of hearing about it on social media, but it's, it's February 22nd, 2022, right? So we have two 22, 22. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, who are some of your favorite Arizona Diamondbacks that rocked to the number two mm. or 22 or 22? Um, yeah. Number two, I would have to say Aaron Hill. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, he's the guy you I mean the man hit for the cycle twice in the span of like a week or something <sighs> like that. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, like that, that alone, he deserves a statue for somewhere. I don't know. Maybe right, not a big right, statue, exactly. but there's plenty of places for statues at Chase Field. He was just such a solid player. Uh, and we we talked about this a while ago. I wrote an article uh, several weeks back about how the Diamondbacks have performed at every position on the Diamond throughout their franchise history. They've done pretty well at second base. They've had some pretty good second basemen over yes, the years. Yeah. And Aaron Hill is one of them, right? The Diamondbacks have just kind of they haven't necessarily kept any particular second baseman for that long. It's kind of been a revolving door, but it just feels like everyone that they've put there has, has been successful. 
Um, you know, maybe not a star, but at least a, a solid everyday guy like Orlando Hudson or Gene Segura or whoever it may be. But Aaron Hill is, is one of the main guys I, I think of on that list is just someone who was just solid. I mean, just a solid offensive player, solid defender. Uh, I think he hit almost 30 home runs one year. Very underrated. Someone who like he's not a big name. Right. But he had some really good seasons as a member of the Diamondbacks. All right. Well, uh, and Evan corrected us about the NBA lottery there. You said uh, letter as every non-playoff team in it, but only the top three spots are drawn. Right. So, again, it'll be interesting to see what they do with that. If the if those seven picks are, are, you know, are just for the number one pick, if that's going to determine the order of those seven spots. Uh, yeah, the, the way that I think it would happen is those would be the ones that are drawn and then uh, everything else would just be reverse in their order. order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the record. But it's yeah. not it's not known yet fully whether um, like the team that finishes with the worst record has a slightly better chance of getting the first overall pick or if all seven of those teams would have a completely equal chance, um, uh, which would really make things very different i think the nba it's it's kind of segmented where if you're the last place team you're not guaranteed the first overall pick but you still have the best chance of getting it um right and it's really that point that makes me wonder if this really deters tanking very much because sure maybe you're not guaranteed uh you know a really good draft pick but you're still going to wind up with the best chance to get it most likely right and, and if that's the route they're going i i don't really know if that changes much Right. And again, it might cause a couple of teams to start tanking to get that last spot that might get them that number one yeah, know, spot just by right. being in the finals, bottom seven or whatever. So again, not sure about that. But uh, uh, going back to the twos, I got to give it up for Starling Marte. Uh, he oh, is personally one of my favorite, uh, I guess, uh, shortest tenured twos for the Arizona Diamondbacks. But uh, definitely loved that guy. Loved the way he played, and uh, just didn't, I mean, went on to be outstanding everywhere he went after he left the Diamondbacks, and was outstanding for us here. So, uh, a guy yeah. I really wish they would have would have held on to. Uh, Twenty two. I'm gonna go Eric Burns. Eric Burns. I am, yes. and I know legend, legend, <laughs> legend Eric Burns. Uh, sorry, Jake Lamb. Hard pass. Uh, anyway. No, no burns there. No burns. He deserves that. Uh, anyway, I want to remind you guys all again to go use the DraftKings Sportsbook if you're a new customer. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NBA, uh, and you can get down on a deal that's too good to pass up. Use our code of PHNX, bet just $1 on any team, and get $150 in free bets if that team wins their game. It's that simple. And, of course, those of us that have been around for a while can still get in uh, get game in the action with a uh, same game parlay. Uh, I've been doing it quite a bit, uh, except when I forget again to press the confirm button, which I'm still, I'm still not gonna uh, forget about. But again, uh, you can combine multiple legs and make sure you finish your transaction. Uh, and the more legs you add, the more money you will win. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. And I do every time. Every time I win. 
I'm not leaving it in there. It's coming out with me, and I'll put more money in later. But that's just that's just what I do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code of PHNX. Bet just $1 on any NBA team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. 21 and over only. Arizona only. Gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Jesse, I'm excited. We've been complaining a lot about... about we, I'm, I'm excited because we've been complaining about the food situation at Chase Field quite a bit. Uh, we've, been, we've been complaining about the lack of options. We've been complaining mostly about there being not very alluring options. Something that if you... Let's just say... Like at times there there were places that I would actively go to Chase Field to to eat at, or if I was there, I couldn't resist like Dutch Brothers. Um, but sure. we don't have to worry about that anymore, Jesse, because Flavor Town is coming to Chase Field. That's right, Flavor Town, Jesse is coming to downtown Phoenix. Guy Fieri, uh, excuse me. The mayor of Flavortown, Mayor Guy Fieri. I, I got to treat him with the respect that he deserves. Mayor to mayor, I'm excited. I can't wait for us to have our meetings. I'm going to invite him to the new thing I'm doing, the meetings with the mayor. Maybe we'll make it a two-mayor segment. It could be exciting. But, yes, uh, uh, we, we got Guy Fieri's first uh, restaurant in Arizona. His first sit-down restaurant is going to be at the former location of Game 7 Grill inside of the Caesar Sportsbook that they are building just across from the entrance to Chase Field. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be – see? Yeah, Josh, welcome. Welcome. I do have all the drip on today. Uh, and, yes, there is a tremendous uh, excitement for me personally. Uh, excitement party of one right here for what's going on there, Jesse. Uh, I, I don't – I've been to Guy Fieri's restaurants before. They're fantastic. So, uh, again, this is just something that's – uh, very, very different from what we've seen, and and hopefully just just the beginning of of more wonderful food options coming to Chase Field. Does this mean that Guy Fieri will be there all the time? Like, will will he just like will he just be there, and you can just yeah go and say hi to him all the time? I mean, it's yeah. his restaurant, Jesse. That's how it works. Don't you know how like okay. Ramsey's okay. restaurant works? Gord Ramsey is always at all of his restaurants all the time. <laughs> sure. That makes right. sense. <laughs> so of course Guy Fieri is gonna be at this one all the time. That get your shit together, man. Of course. No, I don't know, but you know what? It seems like he likes Phoenix a lot. I know he's a big fan of the Suns, so maybe he'll pop over when he's at games and visit his place. Uh I I have always I have been a constant visitor of any restaurant here in the valley that he featured on his show. Uh so I I, I am a very big follower of a fellow mayor. And I can't wait for like the welcoming like meal that we will have. Like when we sit down at our large mayor table across from there each other go. in our throne like chairs. Oh, the the spread is gonna be incredible, Jesse. The real the real question is is there a vice mayor of Flavortown who I can oh, hang oh. out with? Because I feel uh, like I'm gonna be a little bit intimidated. You guys are gonna hit it off. And I need someone I can hang out with who's a little I, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll arrange that. Of course we can arrange okay. that. There's no way okay. a man of that importance doesn't have a vice mayor. It's just, again, I've if said this. If his vice mayor is a dog, I am set. I hey, actually kind of hope it's a dog. That so, would be that would incredible. Be shout, shout out again. Shout out to Mayor Max, uh, who is a mayor of, he's a dog in California. 
uh, big fan of his fellow mayor as well. So I'm just excited. I'm pumped, Jesse. It's the first thing that we've had to be excited about Chase Field. Uh, you know, I, I, I said it before. All I wanted was some food options, especially they didn't even right. have to be very complicated. It didn't have to be this extravagant. You didn't need to fly in another mayor. I, I feel what you did here, though, Dvax. You appealed directly to me. You were like, we got to get this guy off our back. Uh, and you knew how to do it. Uh, home run so far. Home run. Uh, as long as he brings some of his crazy milkshakes that he has at one of his places, then I am all set. But uh, excited for that. Excited just for Chase Field to have some more options. And honestly, it seems like that's going to be like an exciting place to be, uh, which yeah. is, it is it's, it's a bit different than Game 7 Grill. But I will say Game 7 Grill did have a, a fun outdoor environment before the games a lot of times. Couldn't even get in that place sometimes with how packed it was. So uh, hopefully we'll see that same thing with with this spot. So I'm trying to forgive me. I, I haven't spent as much time at Chase Field as I as I would have liked the last several years. Game seven grill is the place that's like across from the stadium. Yeah, right? in the quad. Like not across the yeah. street, but it's still on the same like block, it's still, but it's not right in the stadium. I've seen a lot right, of reports okay. saying that this restaurant was coming to inside of Chase Field, and that's not the case. It will be accessible okay. and it's not going in the TGI Fridays old spot. To my knowledge, right. it's going in okay. where Game Seven Grill was. Okay, so because that's the spot I first had in my head, but then I was like, "Wait, Game Seven Grill is outside correct. the stadium, not inside that, the stadium." Okay. I, I'm still waiting to see that because that's just a remarkable location, and I think whoever takes that up, if they can do the right thing with with the former, you know, Friday's front row. It, yeah, Friday's it, front row was kind of a big deal. I remember, I I remember going that. there. I used yeah. to go there without tickets to games and just be able to watch the game from kind of, yeah, like, like yeah. not the greatest view, but I'm sitting there eating dinner and watching the game for free while at the ballpark. Like, what more could you want sometimes? So it was a very, very unique location. It'll be interesting to see if they keep it as that, the way they do with the external entrance and the ability to come in without a ticket or it kind of gets absorbed by Chase Field. Chase Field doesn't need any more seats they need more restaurants and more stuff to eat more stuff to do there you uh, go. hey hey nick welcome uh is his first time catching it live glad to have you here absolutely we're talking about uh fellow mayors at flavor uh getting together eating a bunch of food uh i don't i don't know what he's into but I, i'm gonna need to research this jesse because i want to welcome him i know he's already been to the valley a lot we've seen him here but i want to wait like with him having a restaurant here, it kind of makes sense. It makes me wonder if during the Suns, uh, Suns run in the playoffs, if all of his appearances in Phoenix had maybe something to do with him taking a look at this location, because mm. that would kind of line up with when you know decisions are kind of made and such. So did he? Make, anyway, did he make multiple appearances at Suns games? I he do did. Remember, he was, I do remember that vaguely. he was there. He was there a couple of times at a couple of the playoffs games, uh, okay. but of course it was always kind of fun and high profile when he was there and he was always wearing sun stuff and his son, his, his kid was with him and he was decked out in sun's uh, gear. So that was, it was great. It's great to know he's on our side. So welcome again to the Valley fair fellow mayor of uh, flavor town guy Fieri. Uh, but Jesse, uh, I'm going to have some reports uh, going out this week to D backs uh, minor league mini camp. It might be rained out tomorrow, which sucks. Um, but um, well, you're not allowed to have rainouts in Arizona. I, I don't know. I, I, 
you know, I would be out there with an umbrella and this hoodie on uh, if they let me. So we'll see what happens tomorrow. So there might not be anything tomorrow, but if not, I should be out there on Friday. Uh, but I'll have some information kind of from what I saw yesterday. I kind of talked about it. Nothing, nothing earth shattering, but just again, very just it warmed my soul to hear uh, the crack of the bat and those guys playing baseball. It was great to be out there and it was a beautiful day. So I'll, I'll have a bit more of that over at gophnx.com as well as again, uh, Jesse's piece on Zach gallon and kind of what went, what went wrong in 2021 for him. Uh, so if you're not a member already, go ahead and sign up over at gophnx.com become an annual member and get yourself a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, Jesse, are you wearing yours right now? Or are you not wearing yours? Do you have the t-shirt on? I'm wearing the, He's uh, got it on. Look at that one. Shirt, that one. That one's yeah. an incredible. I know I was going to be in Suns Gear tonight too, which I don't know what that says about our supporting our own podcast, but you know, <laughs> uh, and Evan, yes, Evan's going to be out there tomorrow. So hopefully we don't get rained out, but uh, go over to phnxlocker.com and grab yourself a, f- a free t-shirt. If you sign up to become an annual member, you can pick whatever one. You won't hurt our feelings. Trust me. Uh, you get that uh, Sunset Drive shirt with Booker. Uh, also some great, uh, coyote shirts outstanding coyote shirts so uh, get over there we're inching closer to the season i promise you we're going to have some new uh d-backs designs including one it's too bright to see but a little snake guy over here on my computer that might just make it onto a shirt uh but of course if you're not interested in the annual option go uh get the month-to-month option you'll get your first month for just 50 cents check out if you enjoy us uh if you like what you see sign up for that annual membership of course uh, we got great content, not just from us, but from all of the beats, uh, Coyotes, Suns, of course, ASU. My man Shane Diefenbach is killing it with ASU coverage. So uh, please be sure to check it out and uh, and support us. We appreciate you becoming a member of the family. Come to the Discord. Help us plan the show. We talk about that all the time. Uh, and honestly, not, not only do we get uh, members of our family helping us out with the show, but uh, we got members from the Coyotes podcast helping us out. Because uh, our friend Stevie over at uh, Steve Peters over at the Coyote Show hit me to this next story that I came across. And we're making this a bit of required reading for everybody. I think everybody should check it out. It's a pretty interesting story. It's the story of the Wyoming State Penitentiary All-Stars, Jesse. Um, This came up because, you know, baseball is slow. But this was uh, incredibly interesting to me. Uh, Apparently... Back in 1911, uh, this team that was essentially comprised of three rapists, a forger, five thieves, and three killers uh, played (laughs) for their lives, Jesse. (laughs) They played for their lives. In fact, uh, their star player was uh, a man named Joseph Singh, who was convicted of murdering his lover's husband, um, and he got several stays of execution due to playing on this baseball team. Now, they didn't last very long, obviously, even though they were apparently very popular. Uh, people very much enjoyed watching this team of uh, prisoners and, and convicted felons play the game were of baseball. They, were they in cuffs? Like, what? Like how would you No, feel? they just, they were, they, so, okay, it was, it was like a suicide squad kind of uh, ordeal, right? They, they played like their lives depended on it because they did. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, the Joseph Sang said that uh, mistakes on the field would not be tolerated. They told us prisoners would make, uh, who make errors that cost the team a game would have more time added to their sentence. 
Winning would lead to reduced time and stays of execution. Uh, so much so that they slaughtered the execution. Oh, that's a bad. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say they yeah. slaughtered the competition. Uh, they they beat uh, handedly the competition uh, in the four games that they played before eventually this was determined to be a bad idea. Imagine this. The spectators watching it uh, like to gamble on it, surprisingly. And then it became such sure. a problem with the gambling and the players themselves who are convicted felons uh, still in prison, also gambling on it, that uh, they eventually squashed it and replaced the baseball program with an education program for prisoners. Um, but the wow. team did go undefeated. They went 4-0, so give them the banner that they deserve uh, for Wait, being... Who did, uh, who did they play? Like, who... Were there a bunch of teams like this in a league and they were no, they they just played other exhibition games against like they didn't really describe the teams, but it just sounds like like (laughs) teams made like almost like rec league teams. Right. So it's like like they were playing very good. But like uh, the the guy that was the star of the the team sang in one of the games, he uh, he had two home runs and and a a grand one of them was a grand slam. Um, But eventually uh, actually, he literally survived an extra year just based on this baseball team because that's the way that they kept him um, from from wow. eventually uh, being put to death, which he was a year later, 1912. So I'm that's just, a sad I'm ending just to that story. To figure out what would it look like to be on the other side? Like you show up and and you're playing, right? You're playing this team, and you're like, all right, they've got <laughs> right. you know, rapists and forgers and all right. this. Stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna Are you gonna cross them? Do you really want to win? I'm get the heck out of there, Derek. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna play that baseball hey, game. And I how wonder long if that's number why they were so sentence. successful. Yeah, I don't want to know that this guy's getting out in six months and going to come looking for me because I handed them their first L. That's yeah. not happening. <laughs> I'm walking every single one of these dudes as the starting pitcher. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy because, again, they uh, baseball has just been around long enough to have these insane stories that are right. true because it just it existed in a completely different time that we can't even imagine. Like you said, were there armed guards on the field with guns pointed at them the whole time? Like, I just, I just have so many safety questions. Like, this just seems like a well, horrible idea. It, it's funny you bring that up because one of the things I found funny was that the city that the prison was located in was Rollins, which is, you know, of course, uh, the glove man or the, you know, baseball oh glove <laughs> manufacturer. And then, like, also, apparently they had such a problem with uh, other inmates, like, breaking out and stuff during of this prison, like, during the games and at other times. That, like, it was all deemed that all of this was the fault of the of the whole baseball program. But eventually uh, they, they kind of cleaned up their act with, with the education uh, program that they uh, put into place. And then that was it. But uh, several guys at least got to live it an extra long time because they were good at baseball. And hey, good for them, I guess. Clearly, uh, this, is the, this is the solution for our criminal justice problems in America, right? Right. Make, put right. them all on baseball teams. Clearly, well, that's I mean, the only reasonable solution. Uh, well, like, I mean, what what are the consequences here? If you lose, you go. You you advance. If you win, you go on. If you lose, you go back to prison. Is that the way it works? That's, yeah, maybe uh, maybe you can only benefit. Like, there's yeah. no going backwards. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, 
That's I, I, I still want to see it. I still want it on pay-per-view, to be honest. So give it to me. I just want baseball so bad, Jesse. I'm willing to watch anybody play it. I, <laughs> bad, good, doesn't matter. Small children, it, whatever. Can I... Can, can I bet? Can I do a same game parlay on my kids' uh, game? No. Okay. Fine. Get baseball back fast. I'm sick of this. Uh, honestly, it's again the one thing that I hate about going out to Salt River Fields is the reminder that it's kind of not real. It feels so right to be out there. Uh, I've had yeah. so many people ask. I say I have to let people know there is no public access. Unfortunately, uh, I did see some people like at the gate with their hands on, on the gate, kind of looking in. Uh, Josh says, I think ASU's game is on right now, so I'm dressed for that. I can I can watch yeah. that right now. Um, but, yeah, I just uh, – I'm looking forward to these meetings continuing for MLB and just getting something done. They, they have this February 28th deadline that I, I don't even know uh, who, 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 who imposed it, but the, is that deadline to not MLB. extend? yeah. Is that to not extend the delay of minor league se- or of the spring training season? Yeah, it's just it's February 28th is the day that Major League Baseball gave to uh, they need a deal by then in order to start regular the regular season on time. And some people have said there's probably a couple days of leeway. Like if they come to an agreement on March 1st or, or March 2nd or something, I'm sure they would find a way to start on time. But um, but yeah, it's totally imposed by Major League Baseball, but it's also pretty reasonable like. Obviously, we can't go much past that in order for the players to be able to ramp up and everything. So kind of makes sense. I hate it so much. I hate it. That's all. I just want to I just want to pound my fist. It's uh, I just I, I hate it. But anyway, uh, we, we should still see hopefully some, you know, further advancement. Uh, still nothing. No, no talk today on the CBT. So hopefully that's a priority tomorrow. And, you know, once once they can get over that major hurdle, uh, I, I hope we see some, you know, progression and, and some kind of steam building behind this. We, we need to save spring training. I'm going to scream and yell about this so much because it's it's yeah. just so important. Like, it's wild because I know there I know there's a lot of local fans watching. I don't imagine there's very many national fans, but. You know, so to some people, it's just baseball. To us here in Arizona, it's it's a whole different thing about the local economy and what this does uh, for it. So uh, mm. I, I hope they're realizing the amount of people they're affecting with this dragging on. That's all I'll say. But I don't yeah. want to get any angrier than I already am about it. So uh, we appreciate you guys watching. Thank you guys so much for being here in the comments. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Uh, I'm not sure what Guy Fieri's Twitter handle is, but you should follow him as the mayor of <laughs> Flavor Town. Basically part of the show. He's, he's part of the I mean, show now. Um, yeah. and, and the show is at phnx underscore dbacks. But of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports. And that's on Instagram. Twitter and Facebook. Jesse, I did my first TikTok. Uh, wow. I had no idea what I was do. doing. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Michaela Perkins for putting that together and making me look so funny because I, I don't know. Go check out TikTok and see what I did. Hopefully, you guys laugh at it. I, I This stuff's beyond me, Jesse. I, I just can't. I don't know. <laughs> I was on the Instagram. I didn't know how to boomerang. I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. And it's, uh, <laughs> It's it's more frustrating 
because it's probably like it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm really like I'm really this bad at this stuff. So uh, it's frustrating because I feel like I'm capable of grasping it, but it's just not there yet. Uh, so again, struggle along with me. Uh, follow me on Instagram, same handle if you want to. I don't know. I do stories and stuff every now and again. Don't post much there, but that's because I live on Twitter. I'm there all the time. You could message me at three in the morning and you might get a message back like scary fast. But anyway, uh, of course, like I said, uh, follow us all on all the social media. Uh, and also go over to if you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure to subscribe, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the content coming out from the PHNX team. It's wonderful. It's informative. It's funny. And uh, most of all, it's the best local content you can get. Let's be honest. We have a good time, and I hope you guys have a good time watching. Uh, of course, you can also listen to us on your favorite audio podcast app. Subscribe to us there. Leave us a five-star review, but only if you feel that we deserve it. And you know we do. Come on. Uh, and if, if you don't feel we do, you just don't leave us a review at all. It's fine. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we, we thank you guys again so much for watching. MLB, get your shit together. Get this thing moving. Let's get some baseball started. Uh, we thank you guys again so much for watching. On behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate you being here. And remember, kids, <clears throat> baseball is fun. But, man, I can't wait to play baseball again.